1: Welcome to FestPod, the unofficial download festival guide. I'm Neil Wilkinson. This is the place for news and rumours about the festival, advice for going, and your chance to get involved and ask your questions too. So now let's welcome my fellow hosts. First of all, we've got Lee Ellingham back again. Hello. Hello, are you all right. Yeah, are you? Reasonable, reasonable. How are things down south, which is where you are? Um, it's it's chilly windy high wickham is, is that where you are
2: that's it yeah
1: with all them cockneys
2: <laughs> no not cockney at all <laughs> people if people if people from this end of buckhamshire could hear you say that they'd all be like
1: no <laughs> absolutely not we 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 speak the queen's english over here really? you see it's, it's just the south to me i don't understand um, no, I, t- I
2: tell you what. I tell you what. It's, it's, it's the same with the West. Sorry, Dave. And the same with the North. <laughs> to me, everyone in the North
1: sounds the same. Everyone in the West sounds the same. It's true, isn't it? Speaking of which, we've got Dave yeah. Kingdon with us. Hiya, hello. You're in the West, Southwest, is it, or is it just West? Yeah,
3: fur- even further south than everyone else.
1: You've you've gone south.
3: South as South will go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, your accent is more of a sort of Cornish sort of thing. Yeah. No, I think
2: Dave's <laughs> accent is—it's is, is, it's, a—it's 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 its a soft one. I think I think Dave's is quite a soft Cornish accent. Doesn't doesn't cause his R's too much.
1: Dave's got a soft one. You heard it here yeah.
2: first.
1: <laughs> So find us on the socials by looking for FestPod and you can even send us a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash FestPod and click on message. Say hi, ask our advice about download or just chime in with whatever you want. That's at anchor.fm slash FestPod and just click on message. So, we always start off the show with the Download Festival News. So we've got uh, one or two things to talk about this time round. Um the um the the lineup poster for download is still not complete. And we've got a few rumors, a bit of speculation about um who might be added onto that list. Who have you heard?
2: One name that it keeps <laughs> cropping up. Um, it's on all the lineups for most of the festivals in Europe. Um, Dave will be quite happy with this one. The Dropkick Murphy's, um, sort of an Irish folky punk band. They seem to be on every single lineup for other festivals in Europe um, apart from Download. So I can only imagine that they they could or they will um, be at Download next year.
3: I, I don't think they've played Download for a few years either.
1: Sounds like they're in demand anyway. Um I haven't actually heard of them before. Are they are they quite a big band? Yeah they're, well, they're, they're one fairly, to Dave, I think. fairly well known.
3: Yeah. They uh they've got a a big following obviously in Ireland and everywhere else now. <laughs> um when,
1: when you listen to them, do you get mental images of Ireland?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well they're they're actually um <laughs> I mean, they're just a Celtic band, so. Okay, fine.
2: Um, I think it's more on the it's, it's more on the the punk the sort of the punkier sides um, than 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 Irish folk. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're
3: they're it, an American band, but oh, they I see. kind of they they definitely have Irish influences and some of their songs like they use uh, jigs and reels and things like that.
1: Okay, cool. in with
3: the kind of punky punky rock as well, so.
1: And you have you got all their CDs? Have you?
3: No, I haven't actually. But um, I've I've listened to them on Spotify, etc.
1: CDs? What, what are they? Yeah, <laughs> vinyl records, Neil. What what are they? We haven't seen one of those in a long time. In fact, you know what? Actually, vinyl records are making a comeback. In fact, they're, they're they're making more money than actual CDs at the moment. I, you know,
2: I was just about to say that. Statistically, they are the 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 more in demand of of the two between the CDs and vinyls now, is now vinyls has overtaken. So the 80s are coming back. (laughs) Why do you think that is? I want to use this term loosely and not hopefully offend anybody, but I think hipsters, because it was such a cool thing back in the 80s, obviously that's the way everyone listened to their music, 80s, 70s sort of of era, that it's a cool retro thing. Everyone loves something that's retro, and vinyl is just one of those things.
1: Oh, It
3: is also... um there's a big argument about sound quality as well um, but a lot of the streaming sites um like downgrade the audio whereas if you're listening from it, straight from the vinyl then it's going to sound a lot better if you've got a decent setup
1: on my spotify account i've got an option for something like hd listening or 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 high quality or yeah
3: but sometimes okay. even then it, it they it, it just doesn't sound as good but then, obviously, it's, it's more depending... convenient. It's more convenient having a million songs in your pocket than carrying around a vinyl player everywhere. But <laughs>
1: yeah, <I> don't <laughs> you, you don't see that, really, do you? No, the massive, massive boom, massive boom boxes on your shoulder still. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's even a resurgence in cassettes, which I can't understand.
2: Oh, I've seen guess, a few bands again. that they, they they are they are releasing like cassettes again. Maybe maybe it's a. Uh... Right, we've, we've, we've gone for, we've gone for trying to bring back the the vinyl. That's worked successfully. Let's see if we can bring back cassettes. But cassettes were sort of the in-between CDs and vinyl that just wasn't really great, That's, as far as
1: I'm aware. Awful quality, and, and you have to be very patient in trying to find mm. the next track when you fast-forward in, because there's no just one button and it skips straight there. You've got to guess where it might be. Fast-forward. Play. Is that it? No. Nope. Fast forward. Play. Is that it? No. Nope. And it, it was it was a faff. I don't understand why anybody wants to go back to them, really.
2: No, nah, we'll, stick, we'll stick with vinyl
1: or digital. That's, uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, so who else have we got rumoured to be uh, coming to download then?
3: There are still a few bands that have been unconfirmed that were originally playing or meant to be playing this year that... Haven't said yes or no yet. So potentially in the in the next announcement for download, some of those may come back.
2: Which ones have you heard that uh, have uh, haven't confirmed yes or no?
3: There's Motionless in White, I think. Fire from the Gods, I disturbed in Bowling for Soup. I've, I've not checked. I think really for Soup. them recently, but oh, go on.
2: I think bo- I think Bowling for Soup would 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 be. I'd say seventy-five percent, sorry, yes, because even in the download TV, they said in so many words that they were going to come back. So yeah, I I really hope they do because they were one of the bands I really wanted to see for yeah. to see for
1: this year. Um, have we, yeah, I don't know. I, I, have we got all the ones got, back uh, for twenty-one that were supposed to come in in twenty? I mean, I have most of them returned.
3: Most of them, probably seventy-five percent, I'd say. But there are yeah, obviously a few that, that didn't, couldn't come back for whatever reasons. If they've got other tours or um, commitments, obviously the big one being Iron Maiden.
1: Yeah. So, um, is there anybody that you're really hoping will will appear a download that hasn't yet been put on that poster?
2: Uh, big names for me would be, uh, I think, I think The Offspring confirmed they couldn't, um, which I was really glad about. I was hoping they would, but like I said, Bowling for Soup, definitely one of the ones that I would like to uh, have back. Other than them, for me, um, most of the bands that I that I was desperate to see are and have been uh, reconfirmed.
3: For me, I'd probably say of the bands that haven't been confirmed yet, um, Polyphia, they're very <sighs> good, good instrumental. And I was a bit gutted because their guitarist um guested on the new Baby Metal album and obviously Baby Metal were meant to be playing this year. Um so I was hoping they'd maybe like get up on stage for a track or something, but Baby Metal. Are you, are you a big baby metal fan, Dave? Yeah, I like them. I've seen they're... them a couple of times. Obviously the first time I saw them was my first download in uh two thousand sixteen.
1: There's nothing else quite like Baby Metal, metal. is there? <laughs>
3: No, they're they're very unique.
1: I've never ever seen anyone do what they do um before or since or anywhere else. Um and it's quite <laughs> a unique thing. You either like it or you don't. Like Marmite. <laughs> <laughs> or um those new orange flavoured twirls that they've got. Some people don't like them, <laughs> but I like them. So I'm gonna I'm in the orange twirl camp. So, other festivals uh, in the UK and Europe have been announcing for twenty twenty one as well as Download. Um, now, there's there's quite a few that we would also expect to see at Download, who have confirmed elsewhere. This week
2: alone, um, that five festivals within the UK and um, in Europe have announced lineups. Um, I posted it on our socials uh, yesterday. Um, And there are a few names on there that you would expect to see at Download um, because some of the festivals have got names that are already on the Download lineup. Um, For example, Creeper are playing 2000 Trees. They are at Download as well. Um, Wargasm, uh, Loath, Higher Power. But But the bands that I would like to see at Download that are at other festivals, I'd love to see Queens of the Stone Age but,
1: oh, are they confirmed for other festivals?
2: They're at Reading, oh, which is which, God. which makes them quite unlikely to do Download because obviously it's a, it's already a, a UK festival, but
1: it doesn't rule them out entirely. Why have it's, they it's, gone it's, to Reading? There's some people who, who signed for Reading, and I think why have you gone there? Come to Download. It's much better. I, I think it's money. I think it might also
2: be because as well because. Download and Reading are both sort of run by Festival Republic and Live Nation. Oh. All, I think that um, Reading's supposed to be the again the massive mixture with the commercial music and the more alternative music that you wouldn't get on the radio. Whereas Download seems to be more again the rock, alternative, metal side that you don't ever hear on commercial radio. Yeah, that's true. And obviously, Download, in comparison to other festivals, Download has a sort of a, quite a niche fan base and almost fairly an, an elitist um yeah, fan base that's true so when it comes to again queens of stone age would fit right in at download we know that yeah same with rage against the machine that got announced for um, reading for especially this year but they've they're not doing reading now i would prefer to see queens of stone age at download but um the people at live nation seem to think they'd be better fit at end of the month end of august at reading and leeds
1: See, I, I don't want to go to Reading and Leeds. I don't want to go there. I've, I've... No, I'm, I've, I've, I've heard
2: very negative reviews. Oh. Um, obviously, my, my fiance, she, she, did, she did um, press, um, I believe, at Reading a few years ago, and she was going to stay for the whole Sunday, which would she would have then seen Corn, Eminem, um, but it got incredibly busy obviously
1: the capacity is huge um they've got incredibly busy um so reading and Leeds are not for everybody um you know it's a particular kind of audience that they have uh that is it's not a crossover with download um
2: it can be um i mean the, the, i've i've i do know of people that again they do do both festivals it's just they're again that particular sort of stereotype um, of a particular person society fills Reading and Leeds up, which might ruin it for the average downloader.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some crossover, but but not enough to make it nice for us to go.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely. That,
1: do you know what? That's probably the nicest way to put it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so, are there any other big names that are that are signed up elsewhere that we can be jealous of?
2: Jimmy World. Are doing two thousand. They're headlining Two Thousand Trees now. They're they're a pop punk band from when Dave and I were were young teenagers. I want to say, and I would absolutely love to see them um, headline the third stage if they could. But I believe because they're headlining Two Thousand Trees, it's probably a no. Two
1: Thousand Trees have been doing a lot of announcing this week, haven't they?
2: Every day this week, they've announced acts. I think Monday was the headliners for the Thursday and Friday. Um, and then it was the full lineup of the Thursday on Tuesday. And then Wednesday was the Friday lineup. Saturday, Thursday was the Saturday lineup. And I was assumed on the Friday, they would announce the Saturday headliners, but they haven't yet. Um, I wonder whether they are holding out to make this massive announcement, which would then see their ticket sales go through the roof. But having said that, um, another festival, Arctangent, um, are doing the exact same method of announcing this week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, they will announce um, the lineup bit by bit. And by Friday next week, you will see the full Arctangent lineup, which is, which is again, a, a good indicator with whether who may or may not be at download. Plus, it's an alternative festival that one day I do
1: want to try. How many festivals are there out there that are like download?
2: Oh, it depends on the size you're talking. I mean, download is, I think, the biggest of the alternate festivals in the UK. Um, and then you, you go down. So again, like 2000 um, Trees, Arctan Gen Tech Fest, Radar Fest, Bloodstock Fest. Um, the, the, the list is, is very long. Um there's a festival in in the north in Manchester damnation festival which is again black metal and death metal sort of sort of sort of style in Prague uh, it, there's there's loads it, you'd imagine the amount of people that come to download every year you'd imagine that was the only one but you've got all the festivals I just mentioned they have a fairly small capacity comparison and um, even some people say that the smaller festivals are the better festival compared to download I don't believe it I love Bloodstock, don't get don't get me wrong. Um, but download because it's got more of the music that I like,
1: it's it, to me it's a better festival. What about you, Dave? Have you ever been to any other metal or rock festivals?
3: Um, no, I really I really, really want to go to Arctangent soon. It's the worst time of year for me. because um, it's like sort of end of August, like bank holiday kind of weekend. But every year it's been like fifty percent of the lineup, I've been like really want to see them.
1: See, I've never heard of Two Thousand Trees, but that's become very prominent to me now, and I'm just really curious. I'm, I'm, I'm eager to see what how other people do it.
3: Radar Festival has has almost like popped up overnight. Like I remember talking to Lee about it, did, it when didn't it? they they first announced this this new festival, and we were like, oh, I'll keep an eye on that. And then they announced like some pretty big bands for the first year. And I mean, even again, this year they've got like uh, some exclusive performances.
2: Yeah, again, speaking of crossovers, um, Radar Fest have uh, Sleep Token, who are quite high up on their bill. Um, again, they'll be on the mm-hmm. third stage of uh, Download this year, and they're one of the Haken bands that I cannot wait to see.
3: Hacken as well.
2: Yeah. Um, do you remember Hacktivist from Download's lineup in
1: 2018? Wow, Hacktivist, mm-hmm. yeah. They're playing Radar Fest as well. I enjoyed watching them. So there's, there's plenty to look forward to. Um, this is all, you know, scheduled for next year, 2021, provided that we can all go to festivals by then. This is the only thing, isn't it? Because um, what with the extension of the coronavirus limitations until 2021, it's it's it, they're getting dangerously close to the start of spring, by the time they're potentially over with. So, what do you think about um, the the preparations for all these festivals, not just Download, but how, how how are we expecting this to play out? Do we think it'll be done by then? I mean, what what's Download going to do?
2: So, the, the head of Reading and Leeds Festival has already come out with the enemy and said he wants people to be tested before they turn up, which I think is a great idea, but it will make the queue getting in like a hundred times worse. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I suggested that everyone that is attending the festival when they have bought their ticket leading up to the festival, I mean, a, a, a very small time frame of two, well, one week to two weeks, if the tests are available, because we keep getting told they are, then they're not, they are, they're not. So if the tests are available, Everyone that's going needs to have a, a a valid negative result from a test and to have proof of it before they enter the festival. If you're negative with your ticket, you can go in. If you're positive, you're already paid for your ticket. I assume that that, that that can be worked out. But I think everyone who's intending to go needs to be
1: tested before they go. And those tests um, would have to be done literally the day before or something, wouldn't they? Because, I mean, how, how long yeah. can you be negative on a coronavirus test for before you're exposed again and could potentially pick it up
2: the worst the the worst thing that I've heard about that sort of thing is um, a very famous footballer um, one day was tested and came came away negative the next day he was tested his temperature was up or something um, he had no symptoms he was then tested that day um, and apparently, they had a quick turnaround of, of within within minutes, and he was told that he was positive. I know our prime minister <laughs> has said that he wants to get a sort of a pregnancy test style test put into place, which can give you a turnaround of twenty minutes to find out whether you're positive or negative. Does that exist? Which or I just think is a fantastic.
1: Reason?
2: Before we go down a rabbit hole of another topic, I mean, it, it, from from history with with uh, our courageous leader, uh, he um, he's always going either back on a U-turn or <laughs> he's he always or, or, or he's filling us all with the filling us all with non truths dreams. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I think I think it would be I think the idea is fantastic, and if it can be in place, that'd be amazing. Yeah. But I don't have much faith in
1: politics at the minute. No. so so it would be nice if we could be tested you know instantly and and on the door sort of thing uh, and 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 find out straight away whether we could get in or not um but whether that's going to happen yeah. or not is, is another question there's a place where i go um through work where to get in you have to walk through where people go in they they test you um by looking at your temperature. So they've got some sort mm-hmm. of temperature gun thing, which they point at you, and you can see yourself. It's like a thermal heat image of yourself walking right, down, okay. this, down this pathway. Um, and yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's some technology. That's. I mean, it, <laughs> I usually come out at thirty-five point nine, which I'm assuming is okay, because I always get in. Um, I don't know what is a what's a bad reading um but i think it's it's over over 37 degrees i think oh, Right. okay i mean maybe they could employ something like that what do you think dave
3: i it's a touchy subject isn't it because if if you're queuing up obviously keeping social distancing but if you're queuing up with thousands of other people and i don't know how you're just going to wait around for 20 minutes to be told you're positive and then you've already come into contact with other people
1: this is very true
2: so it's they, this is why they, this is why I suggested that we need, we need to get like people should if you're going to get tested on the door beforehand. still get tested beforehand so that you can say to them well I've had my test here's here's the proof from the NHS saying I'm fine
3: but then but, like you say with that footballer if one if they then one person gets it and they're in obviously we're still going to try and adhere to social distancing probably I assume even next June but um mm. it's it's still a ris- risk isn't it so i i really don't know what's going to happen
2: i mean i think that's what that's that's why he's given till like six months down the line for it to like the, he think, he he believes and he's following the science he believes that within six months this thing will will get we'll get a hold of it and we'll have uh vaccines and tests and all sorts by then to allow everything to go back to normal but i mean it's
1: I mean, from, from from our perspective, when we record this, the these new restrictions have just come into place. So um, the 10 o'clock closing time for pubs and hospitality has just uh, been put in place. And I've just seen footage of people pouring out of pubs and all sorts um, onto the streets at, like, 10 o'clock at night and it's it's just crowds everywhere and i don't know what that good that's gonna do i mean when you put that into into perspective at somewhere like download where we're all drinking hopefully the i mean all i can think is that there'll be a vaccine between now and then and that will save us all that will save our festivals
2: and- i don't want to sound. i don't i don't want to sound so negative but i mean we spoke you and I spoke about this, I think, back in April, and we we we'd hoped that by the end of this year we'd have one, and we're we're slowly but surely getting towards the end of the year, and I mean that there there is there is a positive steps in the right direction for one, but we still haven't physically got one yet.
3: No. There is um, recently, there's just been an announcement of a, a very 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 small festival in Cornwall, um, and they're imply implementing. Uh, like social bubbles. So you 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 buy a ticket, which is for six people, and then you stay within your bubble. Wow. So it's it's still like you you're still in front of a stage, and I'm not quite sure how you you I don't know go to the bar or if maybe they they have an app or something. I'm not sure, but it's they're at least trying to you know continue with live up, music. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean I don't think that would possibly work for download because it's so it's huge but um wow that's interesting poten- Yeah, you know, it's potential
1: yeah uh, yeah i can't yeah i agree with you i can't see it working for download because it, it, i mean for me half the experience is meeting people as well i mean you know you can do social distancing meeting people it's still awkward though it is it's, it's not how you want it to be I guess the best we can do at all is just cross our fingers and and hope that it all goes away. Yeah, hope. (laughs) It's all we need. (laughs) Next, we'll get some advice about going to download in the guide. In this section, we'll try and answer your questions about what it's like to go to Download Festival, things we recommend, and things to avoid. This week... We'll talk about the arena so the arena what is the arena at download it's where all the magic happens it is. <laughs> yeah. i like that i like that very much that uh, description uh yeah. so what exactly is in the arena so you got
2: four stages with uh over a hundred over a 100, 110 bands throughout the weekend um fairground rides you got tons of food um food food vendors for everybody's um allergies and you've got merchandise stores for official download stuff uh, uh the band merch stuff and even some um merchandise lines that you wouldn't you wouldn't see on the high street uh, i'm going to throw one out um uh, offend my eyes yes um that's that, that's a stall that's that's a that's a big old festivals bars wine and prosecco vans real ale bars uh The Danish Quarter, um, which you and I, Neil, discovered last year together, and it was amazing. It's it's basically an outdoor isn't it? Yeah. Um, And one thing that is brand new to download that uh, will come into place in 2021 is the new VIP Viewing, which is located to stage left, um, and it's just before you get to the front section. So you're on a raised uh, platform looking at the stage, almost like the the disabled... um, Know, wheelchair access uh, ramps basically for people
1: that want to pay the extra money to get a, a better view. I love walking around the arena because every year I've discovered new things and uh new either new vendors or um new bands or uh, uh you know, new, 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 new. Everything's new every time I go round, and uh, I love just exploring and and finding out what's 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 the situation this year, and uh, what what you know what uh, new things can I find? What are some of your favourite things that you've ever found in the arena?
2: Oh, uh, just again, like you say, when you're just randomly walking around and you you nose you you, you put your nose into like a little a vendor or a tent or something, you're looking there, and you and you got like. Lines and lines of CDs and vinyls and patches and um, uh, just, just the discoveries that you make just by looking at these these tents, just walking around. Yeah. Specifically for me, yeah, it's just finding a sort of a, a section of like CDs that you wouldn't end up finding ever, ever in your your, H, your HMV or or even. Well, you would find it on Amazon. You find everything on Amazon, but yeah.
3: For me, it's got to be Bunny Man's. Bunny Man's Bunny Chow.
2: Oh, the Bunny Man's Bunny Chow. Yes. What is that? The Brazilian... Chi- it's Brazilian chili in a, in, a, in, a, in a... So they hollow out a... Oh, excuse me. You are right. <laughs> um, they, ho- they hollow out a uh, like a half a loaf of bread, um, stuff it with South African chili, um, top it off with sour cream or hummus if you're vegan, um, with some garlic bread on top. It's absolutely fantastic. You eat the chili out, but then you'll see the other bread um to munch on as well
1: and that's when did you when did you have that dave
2: uh
3: it's been there the last couple of years hasn't it eh? as far as i can remember
2: yeah i've i've, you, I've they, had it um the last three years that we've been yeah just that's all my, my that's all my go-to
3: they do a, a a vegan option as well and uh i think it was called hot as hell it's like extra spicy yeah.
1: They do some amazing food at those those vendors. Actually, um, I think some of my favorite things that I've found um, is, I mean, it's not it's not you know very complicated, but it's just a great big Yorkshire pudding with a Sunday dinner inside of it, <laughs> covered in They're very popular. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's like a tradition. I have to have one every year because they're so they're so <laughs> nice. Um, I mean, the the food is expensive. But then everything is expensive when you go to a festival. It's not unique in being expensive for food.
2: No, it's, it's what, what I mentioned. La- I think what I mentioned last time was what's called uh, the festival yeah. tax.
1: But um, you know, you've got to budget for that. So unless you, unless you bring all of your food with you, um, you know, and and eat it from your backpack, which I think is quite a boring way of doing things at a festival then you're going to spend it's- money on food and and it isn't cheap but it's it's well worth the experience I've I've had one of the nicest kebabs I've ever had at Download Festival it was it was huge actually um I was, you can also get Chinese food there's like a Chinese buffet thing that they've got there as well some of the food is <laughs> amazing is there anything else that you've enjoyed in the arena the Ferris wheel the fairies were, yes. I'll be honest. I uh, despite the
2: fact that uh, someone was trying to shake it and make me cag my pants, I really enjoyed going up there and looking looking out over the fields and the and the uh, the actual arena itself.
1: Yeah, beautiful. How much is it? Uh, Five. That's pretty good. Oh, you didn't join us, did you? I think you were watching Guns N' Roses, was, maybe. Yeah, you, you you probably I looked like an ant to you, probably <laughs> when you were up high. <laughs> Yeah, I think I remember going to um it was a couple of years ago now there was a stall there selling inflatable I'm, I, it's like it's not it's I, can't, I want to say a bed but it's not a bed because that gives the wrong impression it's just an inflatable bag that you can lay on.
2: Oh yeah, that was part of your, that was part of uh, one of your other episodes for your 2018 um uh you you your, your blogs that you do for um, hmm. yeah we we, we mentioned it it looks like a particular body part of a woman um, oh, when it's... When, you sit, when, you sit,
1: when it's been blown up yes I've forgotten about that yes um mine's in yellow um, and I took it to Gran Canaria on holiday and uh, laid on it on the beach so uh, it was it was it's great it's a perfect festival type of thing actually and um there's there's just lots of things that you would never really see anywhere else in the arena um, so how do you get to the arena from the campsites you walk no um so
2: from from the village uh obviously via uh by the the, the the new layout it's what i would say would be south of the the village and there's is concrete walking pathway all the way around um and it, it apparently it only takes about
1: seven minutes um from the new layout um oh yeah so so the way that we're all familiar with as previous downloaders it's going to be different isn't it from next year
2: yeah it's completely different um i mean if we if you and i weren't doing the rip experience um i still think we'd we'd have loved it in the general camping, purely because they have moved the arena within um and i quote a seven minute walk to the arena now so there's literally hardly any sort of walk
3: Lee, I think me and you did. We walked it the the opposite way. We walked from the arena to where the new village will be. Um, we did, yeah. On the way back, I can't actually remember how long it took, but it probably was around sort of ten minutes. Or so we would, we weren't exactly pacing it, but
2: no. So we had we had obviously all our stuff on our backs, obviously, and, and walking yeah. from what was the general campsite last last year to. Uh, the car park which took forever but it's yeah, a lot more
3: f- f- enjoyable from, than uh,
2: walking through all the mud <laughs> yeah from the arena entrance <laughs> to the tarmac lake yeah it, it, i think 10 minutes is, is is a good um
1: ballpark of a num- of a time limit yeah it's a it's a fair old walk um you know as things are um you know and and it's i, I reckon it's probably half an hour to get from the campsites to the actual stage um so it's good that they've they've changed all of that because uh, the arena is huge it's it's the it's it, i mean it used to be in the middle of the actual circuit at dunnington uh, racing circuit yeah um but uh you know it's still a huge area now so um when you go to the arena or well, sorry when you buy a ticket for download can everybody have access to the arena
2: Yeah, Yeah. Um, there there, there are different sets of tickets that you can buy, but they all do grant you access to the arena. Um, Whether it be, again, your your weekend arena only tickets, you're not camping, but again, the arena is open for you. Your day tickets, your specific day, and your five and three night camping. Um, As far as I'm aware, there is no, um, unless you haven't got a ticket, there's there's no limitations on who who, who can't get in.
1: There are or oh, there's, there's at least one restricted area, which is VIP access. It's like the VIP bar area. Um, so the, so the,
2: the, the guest area. Yeah. So you've, you've got to have a RIP ticket to enjoy the experience
1: of the, the guest area and obviously the um, RIP camping. I always found it a little bit misleading. That though, um, maybe it was just my misunderstanding of it. But the, the the R.I.P. guest area, you sort of assume that the the bands are going to be hanging out back there, and uh, <laughs> you know that the, you're going to meet some interesting people. It's not. It's just people like you and me who have bought tickets and want to pay an extra fifty p on every pint. Well, some there they have some people
2: have said they have met some of some bands and stuff there like that's that's where they'll go apparently that's where they'll go for a drink maybe you've just been unlucky and not seen them but again from not having any experience at all yeah i mean that's what you'd assume you'd assume you could bump into someone um that's just been on stage but
1: yeah i've never seen it (laughs) but the arena is full of surprises uh you'll spend most of your time there and because you've got, like I say, four stages, you've got the NXT wrestling as well. Um, of course. You've got basically the, what you've paid for is a ticket to the arena, no matter what you do in Elset download. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got so much to, to see and do there, but uh, that is that is where it all happens, really. Uh, but it does open and close at set times. I think it's about midday uh, when it opens. Is that right? So on the Mid- Friday, midday it's- on Friday. Yeah.
2: And then 10 a.m. on the Saturday and Sunday.
1: 10 a.m., really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm usually asleep. <laughs> you were,
2: yes. I, I, do, I do vaguely remember you saying that you didn't get into the arena until probably about, oh, on the Saturday. I think it was about 1 o'clock, 1, 2 o'clock. You slept. I
1: missed Elvana. I really wanted to see Elvana, the Nirvana tribute group, fronted by an Elvis impersonator, <laughs> um, <laughs> it just sounded amazing because I love Nirvana. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of Elvis, but I can appreciate the the act, and I really wanted to see it. And I'm told it was great. So Dave, did you? Did, Dave, did you see it? Because
2: I know I, I I
3: didn't. No, I missed it.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I would have loved to see that. um but, uh, yeah, that's 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 the arena for you. Um, don't forget, you can ask us questions or give us your viewpoint by sending us a voice message. Go to anchor.fm slash festpod and click on message. Tell us your do's and don'ts. Tell us about something we've missed or just give us your opinion. That's at anchor.fm slash festpod and just click on message. Next up, we'll look back on some of our memories of download in The Legend. In this section, we'll look back on some of our memories of downloads gone by. Uh, My uh, one memory that will live with me forever is of in 2016. um, It was about, it was sort of midday, um, and I was heading into the arena, and all of a sudden... The heavens opened out of nowhere, and and this seems to be a thing at uh, Donington. The rain just absolutely bucketed down, and you should have seen the crowds. It was like it was it was raining acid or something. There was there was screaming, (laughs) there was running, uh, because uh, I think before that day, it had been. uh, It it did not look like it was going to absolutely throw it down. Um, and so none of us had come out prepared for rain. I think I was wearing a pair of colourful leggings. Um, I, I, was, I was I was dressed in
2: a um, uh, an all-in-one Spider-Man morph suit and wellies. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I it was just before Batemount came on because they were delayed because of the rain. Because they got onto the stage, um, and yeah, like you say, it, the heavens opened and I got absolutely soaked my boots got filled with water as well oh my god and we went uh so me and my fiancee we went and got some emergency ponchos but we just we we just had to go back to the tent we were absolutely we were absolutely soaking wet dripping wet through and we, just, we had to go back and just re-prepare because yeah like you said it the, the the weather on the wednesday and thursday was amazing it was a blistering heat yeah it was literally I camped with a person who actually had his nose blistered by the sun. Um, and yeah, we all prepared for, oh, it's a bit it's a bit cloudy, it's not too bad, it's still warm, don't worry about any sort of uh, um, waterproofing. And then, yeah, lo and behold, we all got soaked.
1: It wasn't just rain, it was th- monsoon rain. It was yeah, I, th- I
3: think the worst bit was just trying to walk up the hill of, Is it Red Camp or Pink Camp? I can't we remember now, pink. but... And obviously the first few days was fine because it it was just grass. But as soon as the torrential rain, it was literally like just a mudslide. So trying to yeah. walk up and down that every day was a bit of a chore.
1: <laughs> every day after that, yeah. It was it, the thing is about uh, Donington is it has its own climate, which no one believes until they actually go there and experience it for themselves. It's it's weird. So you've got to, when you go to download, you've got to prepare for absolutely anything. Um and if if you don't, you regret it basically. Heatwave heat wave or monsoon, yeah, you need to prepare for either. <laughs> Sandstorm, ice, hail, absolutely anything. Dave, what's your memory? What's from uh, from download?
3: Uh, I remember I think it was two thousand nineteen and um Lee actually um recommended this band called Sumo Psycho. They huh? played on the uh avalan or in the Avalanche tent. And uh I remember through one singer uh started to like jump down into the crowd to do some uh, crowd surfing and there was a boy, he must like ten or eleven or something on, on his dad's shoulders and the, from what I remember there wasn't any other like kids around but he was like like loving it, loving the music. And uh the this the singer said, like, take me over to this boy. So the whole crowd basically crowd surfed
2: her over to this boy and then she gave him
1: no a high way. five.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs>
3: that's pretty cool.
2: Imagine having a memory like that when you're ten years old. Like, yeah, I went and saw one yeah. of my favourite bands and then she she and she has she, been crowd surfed over and she gets she came and gave me a high five. I think that's that's sort of a uh, an amazing thing. I think Five Finger Death Punch did something similar in 2015. They, um, they got two random kids from the front row up on stage, sat them down just in front of the drums and had almost like a live private, well, semi-private, obviously with the uh, thousands of people in front of them, like <laughs> like semi-private set of Five Finger Death Punch. And I think, yeah, imagine being those kids and getting that sort of experience. It's
1: oh, it'd be that, crazy. It's that kind of spirit download that i just love without even thinking about it just going over and and hi- you know <laughs> trusting a crowd a high <laughs> download to to crowd surf you over to high five a kid just amazing you know i mean what an atmosphere as well i can imagine well, i mean you, you you can imagine you'd get
2: uh, you get num- numpties in in any sort of crowd but i think there is that sort of respect for the, um, the, for the artists that if, if they ask you to do something you do it you don't want to abuse them you don't want to upset them in any sort of way because if you've paid money to go see these people and you respect them for it um, they make they, they, they make you happy in a way so
1: yeah except, so for except for that time when we went to see Skindred and um, he was he split the, the crowd in half and half was more vocal than the other when he was asking them to shout. And he did. What did he tell us to do?
2: <laughs> oh, do you know what? I actually, I, I can't remember, but that sort of thing. Oh, I love that. Uh, it's, yeah. it's it's sort of sort of um, again. Not this is a left versus right sort of thing. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun banter.
1: That was a fun gig. That was Lee. What's uh, your memory of download?
2: Mine's quite a sad one. Um, I I've gone to seen Devon Towns End um, by 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 myself i know dave was in the crowd i think but uh, obviously we must have got either split up or i went on my own and to be, to be fair it, it was the best set i've actually ever seen at download devon townsend is amazing um and i'm hopefully going to see him again next summer but just before they played um offer your light um he encouraged everyone to he was making a big old speech about friendship and and however everyone else was we, such a close and tight knit community and then he encouraged everybody to like look to the person to the left of you and give them a hug. We're friends, we're all in this together, blah blah blah. And I looked and everyone else was hugging. I was like, I've got no one to hug. Oh. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I literally I, I felt as if I had no one to hug. I looked around and thought, this is really sad. And I just I jumped into the next crowd that I could see next to me that, that were hugging. And two or three people looked around at me and were like yeah, come here and join us. I was like, oh, thank God. Do you I'm know not what, on my own.
1: At uh, download, that's the. I think that's one of the few places that you could get away with that because anywhere else, you would be looked at like you were an alien. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. That's awkward that I hate when, when, when you get that at gigs and like, look at the person to the left of you, give them a hug. Look at the person to the right of you, give them a hug. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't ever want to really. I don't ever want to, um, but you can't, you can't, you can't now not for
2: social distancing.
1: <laughs> no, I know they're not going to do that anymore. Are they? Do you get, do you understand that Dave? Where do you ever get that, that sort of feeling?
3: Yeah, definitely. It's, you know, especially at downloads, it, you just get into this, um, this vibe, don't you? because mm, you, yeah. you're there you're, like you're enjoying yourself you've probably had had a few drinks you're just there to enjoy yourself
2: yeah it's a mu- it's a mutual mutual level of comfort i think as uh, so some people you 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 get that like dave said you you get that nice little buzz on after having a couple of drinks and yeah you don't want to be uh rude or horrible you, you want to have a good time and everybody else is feeling the same thing you just want to have a good time
1: yeah, and and you drop your guard as well. I think drink has a lot to do with it, but you, you, even even so, I think the atmosphere just helps you to drop your guard and be friendly to everybody else, and, and just have that sort of download fun atmosphere.
3: Yeah, but, uh, and everyone's always friendly back as well. Like no one ever takes anything too seriously if you accidentally like bump into them or anything like that, because yeah. everyone's doing exactly the same thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's all we've got time for today. We'll see you on our socials. Just look for FestPod. And don't forget to send us a voice message by going to anchor.fm slash FestPod and clicking on message. Tell us what download means to you. Ask our advice about going or give us your memories of going to download. That's at anchor.fm slash FestPod and just click on message. So that's it for this time. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye bye. See you later. A Wilco Productions podcast.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,
1: Festpod, the unofficial rock festival guide, is part of the ACAST Creator Network.